0: Shalom to all! Today we're going to learn Mesechus Megillah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalid. And today's Mishnahs are being learned La'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Tikva of Abbasrab Sadia, Hernesh Shamashadav and La'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Shayn Abbasrab Ruvain, Hernesh Shamashadav And if you remember, in the previous two Mishnahs, we learned about this concept of an Ir a large city. So the Mishnah asks, Isuhi Ir Irgedaila? What exactly is a large city? How many people have to be there for it to be considered a large city? The answer is, it doesn't have to do with how many people are in this city. Rather, what type of people are there? If there's 10 Batlanim in this city, so then that's considered a large city. Now, what exactly does that mean that there's 10 Batlanim? The word batalon usually is a negative term. Oh, that guy's a batalon, he's a good for nothing. He just sits and wastes his time twiddling his thumbs. And over here, it seems to be that this is a good thing. And the answer is that it is a good thing. Batalunim over here is something positive. This means that they're batal from their work, that they don't do any work, and they sit in the base medrash, and they make sure that there's always a minion. In other places, we see that ten batalunim means they sit in the base medrash all day and they learn, and that's considered something of, and that makes them a large city. Pachas Mikan, if it's less than that, meaning if they do not have ten batlanim, hareze a kfar, so then it has a din of a kfar, of a village. The mission continues clarifying, Be'elu amru, with these they said, makdimin v'loy ma'achrin, meaning when it comes to reading Megillah, if it doesn't work out to read Megillah on the 14th or on the 15th, if it's Shabbos, so then we're makdim, we precede, we read the Megillah earlier and not later. However, there are times that we're going to push something off and do it later and not earlier. What are those? Avol Zman the time of Atzei which was a special day for certain families, it was like a mini yontif for them, they got this chus of bringing wood to the base HaMikdash, and on that day they would bring a karbon, V'tishabov, and when we're talking about the fast of Tishabov, V'chagiga, and the special karbon which is brought on the Shalish Regalim, Kesach, Shavuos, and Sokes, the HaKel, and the Mitzvah of HaKel, which is when all of Am Yisrael gathers together at the end of Shemitah, which is the end of the seven-year period. The king reads the Torah for everyone. So if any of these times fall out on Shabbos, we're going to push it off, and we're not going to precede it. We're not going to do it earlier. For example, we know that when Tisha B'av falls out on Shabbos, it's called a Nidche. Nidche literally means pushed off. And we don't fast on Shabbos, and we don't fast on Erev Shabbos either. We push it off, and we fast on Sunday. Now, going back to Purim, Even though we said that sometimes when it comes to reading the Megillah, we're going to read it earlier and not later, Still, on those days that we read the Megillah, which again is not Purim, is permitted to give a hespid, which is a eulogy when a person dies. You say nice things about the person, that's called a hespid. And one is allowed to fast on that day. If a person has a personal reason to fast, so he can fast on that day. Even though we know that on Purim itself, one is not allowed to give a hespid or fast. Since this day is not Purim, it's a little bit before Purim, one is allowed to give a hespid and fast. And is allowed to be given on this day as well. Now, Umar v. Yehuda, v. Yehuda clarifies. When is this? Meaning, when is it that we're going to read the Megillah earlier and not on the day of Parim? That's only, if it's a place that people gather on Monday and Thursday. So then, since they're already gathered on Monday and Thursday, we'll let them read the Megillah then, and we're not going to make them schlep and come back the next day or two days later. If it's a place where anyway, the villages aren't gathering on Monday and Thursday, so el they're only allowed to read it in its proper time. Because again, the only reason why we said that these villages are allowed to read a day or two earlier is because they happen to be in the large cities anyway. So let them read the Megillah then. But if this is not a day that they officially come to the large cities, because it's not a place or a time where they gather on Monday and Thursday... So then, they just have to come to the large cities on Purim itself, whenever it may be, to hear the Megillah. And moving on to Mishnah Dalid. Let's say they read the Megillah on the first Adar, meaning they read the Megillah on the 14th or 15th of the first Adar, because for all intents and purposes, it was perm for them. And then what happened? Finis Abra The year was extended. So, Karan BaAdar HaSheni, it's read on the second Adar as well. Now, what's this talking about? So we know sometimes the year is extended. It's a leap year, or as we say, an iber-yar. And that means we have two adars instead of one. And which adar is parim in? The second adar, not the first one. And nowadays, we never would have the situation that the Mishnah just said. And that's because we already know when we're going to have an extra adar and when not. And so the years that we know that there's two adars, we're not going to make the mistake and read the Megillah on the first adar. We're only going to read it on the second. However, this Mishnah is talking about a time where the calendar wasn't set yet. In Meseches Rosh Hashanah, we describe how they were the L'Chaydesh, how in order to decide when it was Rosh Chaydash, witnesses had to see the new moon, and then they came to Bezdin, and Bezdin decided, okay, today's Rosh Chaydash. no, tomorrow's Rosh Chaydash." And by that same token, they would also decide on the spot if they're going to extend the year and add another month or not. So therefore, it made sense that they had a whole Adar, and on the 14th of Adar, they kept Purim, and they read the Megillah, and they did everything they were supposed to. And then all the way at the end of the month, the Chachamim decided, you know what? Because of our calculations, we have to add another Adar. So Misha just told us, even though we read the Megillah on the first Adar, since they extended the year and they added another Adar, they have to read it again in Adar Sheni. And the Mishnah clarifies, Ein adar There's no difference between the first Adar and the second Adar, Ela Megillah lev except for reading the Megillah and matanis Lev yainim. Namely, on the second Adar, we read the Megillah and we give Matanas Lev and not on the first Adar. However, the similarity between the first Adar and second Adar is that on the fourth 13th and 15th of both of these months, one is not allowed to fast and one is not allowed to give a Hespid, a eulogy for someone who passed away. And we're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Hay and Vav, continuing with this concept that we just said Ain Bain, there's no difference between this and that, but in regards to other things, not perm related, for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.